Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's Pharrell Coast to Coast in the biggest way possible right here on SportsGrid and Sports Grid Radio, great to have everybody with us here on a Tuesday. Carver High in for Scotty. We will get go for the two. Joe Lisi in here momentarily as well. We have a lot to do today, of course. Uh, we are going to talk about Michigan's triumphant victory, the national championship last night, uh, 34-13 over uh, Washington. We will discuss plenty with that. We got a few Harbaugh clips for you. We're going to get into all the NFL for this weekend. We have a few NBA games tonight. We have a, our usual Tuesday cast of characters as well. Plenty to do on C2C here on a Tuesday. We start as always with the birthday roll call. Not great today. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, not a great birthday roll call. Alec Manoa, 26. House single A. Marcus Peters, 31. Chad Johnson, Ocho Cinco at 46 years old, one of the greatest hockey names of all time. Radic Bonk checking in at 48 today. Muggsy Bogues, legend, 59. And Bruce Boudreau, uh, who had a lot of great regular season teams but could never win in the postseason as an NHL head coach, 69 years old today. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Uh, there we go as we get rolling here on a Tuesday C to C. All right, Michigan, of course, wins last night. Uh, What a job by them. Uh, Really, they hit them in the mouth early, and Washington just wasn't able to respond. Penix missed a 1,000 throws. I know he was hurt. He could barely walk off the field at the end of the game. But I thought the Washington defense uh, played with a lot of heart after getting ripped up in that first quarter. They gave the Washington offense chance after chance after chance, got tons of stops. uh, And that high-powered Husky offense with Penix and Aduze just could not get anything going they had to keep giving the ball to Johnson who was playing on one foot Uh, so things just didn't go well I think that last night kind of boiled down to you had one team on one side that had been there the last couple years lost in the semis finally got to the title game and they weren't going to be denied and they were the more physical team on both lines against a team that had a great season uh, was there for the first time uh, and not saying they want it more, but just Michigan had that little bit of extra push, uh, and they were able to get it done. Donovan Edwards had a big night, big night, which means that Joe Lisi had a big night. We'll discuss that. We got a lot of Harbaugh, including him uh, talking about what's next for him. Will he go to the NFL? We welcome in all of our radio affiliates from coast to coast on a Tuesday. Carver High and for Scotty, Joe Lisi joins me soon. Sirius XM, Channel 159, Sports Byline, and the mightier. 1090 ESPN Radio in sunny Southern California. Great to have everybody with us here today. So plenty on last night's championship game, also in our number one. We always have Gabe Morenci every day on C2C. We will talk to him. Of course, he's excited. Uh, he's pumped up for Michigan winning, that's for sure. Mike DeCourcy from the Sporting News with us every Tuesday on C2C. He will be here as well. Our number two It's never too early. We always do this uh, on Coast to Coast the day after somebody wins a championship. We got to give you the odds for next year's championship. And next year will be a lot different in college football. We go to 12 teams instead of four. Uh, More teams are going to get an opportunity to take a bite at the apple. So we'll see what the odds boards looks like. Uh, I do not believe either of the teams that were in the game last night are close to the top of that board. Uh, So we will check that out today on Coast to Coast. Then we start to get into this weekend. Super wild card weekend. NFL playoffs are here. Regular season is over. Get rid of the bad teams. It's only the heavies now. 14 left as they all are trying to get to Vegas 
in February. We will go through all the games. We've got D'Amico Ryans on the Texans and the Browns today. Mike McDaniel and the Dolphins, who I saw today uh, basically taking guys off the street to go and play in Kansas City on Saturday night. A very tough Sammy, Justin Houston. Uh, they need any kind of body that they can find uh, to potentially rush the quarterback and stop the run on Saturday. A really tough scene for the Dolphins, how hurt they are. And uh, it's going to be negative 10, which doesn't help their situation either. Sean McDermott on the importance of playing in Orchard Park. Oh, is it important or not? you got to be kidding me. The next two weeks, hopefully, they'll be playing games in Orchard Park. T.J. Watt officially out for Sunday. We knew that already. Mike Tomlin made it official this morning. Uh, also, Davis Maddock in hour number two, the lion's share, as he has got his plays for tonight. We will talk to Davis, and then we will get into the NFC side of things. Mike McCarthy doesn't want to talk about doesn't want to talk about the Packers, but spent five minutes talking about the Packers uh, yesterday, or his time with the Packers. Of course, he's got to talk about the current Packers and getting ready to stop Jordan Love this week. Doesn't want to talk about his time there. He does. He says that it sure doesn't seem that way. Sean McVay uh, in our first clip of the week, and this will be. There's a lot of juicy storylines in the NFL playoffs this week. McCarthy, Packers, Tyree Kill going back to Kansas City. But none will be played out more than the Stafford-Goff uh, meeting. Stafford going back to Detroit. And look, I love it. I say it's going to be played out. It, it, you're going to hear tons about it. I love the storyline. I think the game is going to be awesome on Sunday night. I think it's going to be the most exciting game of the weekend. I think that that total's high for a reason. But you are going to be sick of hearing about Matthew Stafford, Jared Goff, uh, and the Rams-Lions trade from a few years ago by 8.15 on a Sunday night. Uh, we'll also have Sirianni, who uh, he's got to start worrying, too. He needs to get things done Monday night in Tampa for the Eagles. Hour three, well, then we'll get into the non-playoff edition of the NFL, including today, another coach getting chopped. Mike Vrabel, Titans, finished, done. Uh, that's right, after six seasons there. Had some really good years, uh, but the last two, of course, were not very good, and they chopped Vrabel. There have been some stories the last couple weeks that him and the GM, who they brought in last year, didn't really get along. Uh, I think Vrabel's a very good coach. I know me and Joe are going to disagree on this later. I think Vrabel's a very good coach, uh, and all these teams that have openings right now, they should already be lining up uh, to get Vrabel services. But then there's that New England connection. And we'll see how that goes in the next couple of days as well. We've got Josh Harris today. He thinks Washington's going to be the best gig to get. Arthur Blank on chopping Arthur Smith, uh, which we waited all season for. Uh, and we will do all of that. We have NBA tonight. Bad news for the Pacers. They beat the Celtics last night. But Tyrese Halliburton with the hamstring injury looks like only grade one, maybe a couple of weeks. But still, uh, they carried him off the floor last night. Not a good scene there. Clippers destroyed the Suns. Uh, he beat the – how about the Jazz – who have been on a little bit of a roll. He beat the Rockets. Jazz beating the Bucks in Milwaukee last night, 132 to 116, uh, as the Jazz have gotten things cooking for once this year. John Morant done. His season was very short. Missed the first 25 games due to suspension. Came back for a couple weeks and now finished. Uh, shoulder surgery for Ja as he is out of the mix for the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, a complete lost year for them. Uh, and at this point, uh, you lose every game and you find another big player you try to get another top three pick, get another big player to put next to John Moran and Jared Jackson Jr. That's what they should be doing in Memphis for the rest of this season. We have college rack tonight. Tons of great games. Uh, Houston is visiting Iowa State tonight. Texas and Cincinnati, Missouri and Kentucky. Purdue, uh, number one Purdue is at Nebraska tonight. Uh, we'll see if they can cover a fat number there. Duke and Pitt. BYU and Baylor. Good game in the Big 12. And we love the late-night Mountain West with Colorado State, Boise, Wyoming, and Utah State. There's hockey tonight as well. A good slate of games. So, Pharrell coast-to-coast coast on a Tuesday. Carver High in for Scotty. Joe Lisi joins me next. We're just getting rolling here. Sports Grid. Sports Grid Radio. Next few hours, you're with us. Let's roll, baby. We're back after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. And we are back for El Coast to Coast on a Tuesday. Carver High in for Scotty. We'll get Joe in here in a moment. But first, we have to, of course, tell you that BetMGM, they are getting themselves set up for Big Game 58. That is right. And they have got this deal for you. Bet $5 and get $158 instantly. What? Download the BetMGM Sportsbook app on iOS or Android or visit BetMGM.com. Sign up and deposit at least $5 into your newly created account. Place a wager in the amount of at least $5 at standard odds price. Once you have placed a bet, you will receive $158 in bonus bets regardless of the outcome of your wager. Use bonus code SG158. That is right. Big game 58. BetMGM getting you ready to go here. Uh, Tremendous job as always. Go out and get it done. All right. Every Tuesday and Wednesday on Coast to Coast, you get the extended version of the uh, highly popular, I guess we can now say as we hit the new year, Sports Grid Radio Show, uh, Carver and Lisi, which airs weeknights at 8 p.m. East, featuring myself and the true encyclopedia of college football. I mean, if you were watching uh, the college football today special last night, I mean, you just saw greatness at work. Uh, and that was uh, the <laughs> go for the two, Joe Lisi getting it done left, right, and center. Hi, Joe. How are you? Oh, Carver, I love you. I missed you last night. We had the Billy Club special. Smash him. You had the Billy Club special out. If there was ever a time, Joe, that I wanted to basically get uh, get a Dabo on the bat phone and say, can we get the college player props to New York now? You think we can get the college player props? Uh, <laughs> Joe's there with all these Donovan Edwards tickets. Can we please start getting college I, player props? Oh, my I goodness. totally forgot. You know, I texted you the tickets. And then Joe gives me the salt in the wound this morning. You know, it's not good. Did you clean up on the Edwards problem? Joe, I mean, it's like the 900th time I've told you. I can't bet college player props in New York, Joe. Uh, I can't God, bet them. Did you clean up on Edwards? No, I didn't uh, clean up on Edwards, Joe. I can bet it. I wish I was live at halftime with you and Scotty. I was off the rails. You need After a break. the first one. After, after the first touchdown, I, I just, you know, we talked about it on Coast to Coast because I have the clip. I gave you out Edwards five days before the championship game, and I didn't jump into the two-touchdown market until about 20 minutes before game time. Oh, of course. It was an add-on. It was an add-on. It was an add-on. You know what? You kept saying, yeah. yeah, why not? One, two. That was that was yeah, the saving grace. You pushed me over yeah. the edge. How about you want? You want three? Now, why not? You're I, greedy. Just keep going. Uh, hang on. Greed paid off last get, night. I did get a little knocked around on Sunday because they're wow. that gutless Jacksonville team. All right, that oh, gutless that team. That was great. So, so typically, I started at 40 yards with Edwards and altered it as high as 80. If I had a great Sunday, I would have taken the 90 and 100, which, you know, I'm a glutton anyway. But the two tutties at, at 10 to 1 was uh, good enough for me. I said it. Uh, I was saying it all enough. on the was, I, I like that. I it was it. good enough for me. That's very generous of you, Joe. Uh, I do want to get to that. We're going to do a lot of NFL later in the show. Uh, big news today, obviously, was that Vrabel got chopped. Uh, from Tennessee. Me and Joe will discuss that later because that's probably going to take an entire segment of me and him yelling at each other uh, about whether Mike Vrabel's a good coach or not. Uh, so, Joe, uh, we'll give everybody the tease here. Uh, we will discuss Vrabel getting chopped later on on Coast to Coast, uh, and me and you will go at it a little bit. But let's start with last night 
and that is talk about Michigan beats Washington. You know, it was a weird game in this aspect, Joe. It, it kind of looked like at the beginning that Michigan was going to absolutely smash them. Uh, the, the three long runs, uh, which generated 17 points right out of the gate, you kind of left you wondering, is the Washington defense even going to get a stop uh, and allow Penix to get back in it? And the crazy part was, Joe, they got stop after stop after stop after stop, and the Washington offense just could never get it going. Uh, Penix, I know he was banged up, but he didn't play well, Joe. Uh, he missed guys, uh, especially the one that I still can't understand is that Adunze one on the fourth down when he when that was a touchdown, Joe, uh, when he was going down the right side of the field there. I don't know why DeBoer kept putting Johnson out there on one foot. I couldn't figure that out. I think they made a lot of mistakes, Joe, and Penix just didn't play good enough. No, you're right, Carver. I mean, that game was dictated in terms of the first half from a physicality perspective. And I actually thought John, uh, Jim Harbaugh and the coaching staff allowed Washington to get back into the ballgame because they should have stuck with the rushing attack. They're up 17-3. to At one point, they were averaging 17 yards per carry. I mean, how do you – you have the, – the, the calls that blow me away is it's 17-3. to the, the Michigan defense gets a stop. You start the drive on your own 46, and then he decides to put the ball into J.J. McCarthy's hands. Three and out, allows Washington to cut the deficit, and then it, all of a sudden they played back and forth. Then they went back to the rushing attack when the game got a little tighter and the, and the offensive line wore them down. I agree with you. Michael Penix, very inconsistent. A lot of throws were high. And that was a testament to the Michigan defense. Entering that game only allowed seven touchdowns all year and a 55% completion percentage. They also forced 16 interceptions, got the 17th late. They forced Penix to work down the field, and that was the recipe to win that ballgame. I said this to Scotty on the halftime last night, Joe, when we gave you guys a breather. It it felt to me like Harbaugh wanted to get J.J. McCarthy his, right? Like, Like they got loaded up with the run game. They took, and it's like, I got to let J.J. eat a little bit here so he looks good, too. Like, And, and you're right, right. That's what let Washington hang around in the game because Washington's strength on D was their pass defense. It was that way all year. They've got good corners. They've got – and it was like Harbaugh was like, I got to get J.J. in the funk because he's talked about him so glowingly all year. It's like he didn't want to leave with J.J. throwing for, you know, 89 yards uh, and seven completions. He had to try to get him in the mix a little bit. Let me play this, Joe, before I get the game. Here it is. Donovan Edwards last night, uh, Joe, you know, was absolutely all in on this guy for the last week and a half, uh, and, he, and he gives him two tutties last night on ESPN. Here we go. Donovan Edwards rotates in at the back. He's got the football. Bumps into traffic and escapes. Donovan Edwards racing to the end zone. Michigan flexing immediately. 41 yards. And the first possession back in the game, and he's loose again. Off and running. Welcome back, Donovan Edwards. 46 yards. So the two long runs for Edwards. We told you last night uh, Joe was going uh, bonkers on the college football today special. I mean, look at this guy. I couldn't play it all day. But give me a little taste of Joe last night as Donovan Edwards is getting a house call here. Look at this. From this there he goes. Oh. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. He's gone. Joe basically whipping the chair like a horse down the stretch. He's gone. That's let's it. go. Let's go. What, what is job. Great job. You want to see the second one? I was screaming out Roman Hemby. They go, why yeah, Hemby? What was that about? What was that about? Right. Where'd you go? Every time, every time we did college football today last year, Ben and Kevin were hot on this Roman Hemby. For, for weeks out of here, Hemby, Hemby, Hemby. So... That was my glorious moment. I just started screaming. And Greg Sussman went to Maryland, so I gave a Maryland prop. Uh, Joe, later on, I have uh, a couple things from Harbaugh because obviously him winning the national championship, a very big deal after nine years at Michigan and his future, a very big deal. So I will give you that later on. We'll come back. Uh, Gabe Morenci, very happy, of course, uh, that his Michigan Wolverines got it done. We'll hear from him. The course, a lot to do. Coast to coast. We keep rolling on the grid right after this. 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. And we are back for El Coast to Coast here on a Tuesday. Carver High in for Scotty on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. Great to have everybody with us here today. Uh, And I know that it is a great day for Gabe Morenci after the Michigan Wolverines win the national championship last night over the Huskies in Houston. Of course, Sports Rage late night. Every weeknight, 10 p.m. East, right here on the grid. All right, Gabe. I mean, look, uh, you've been waiting a long time for this. We know that. We talk to you all the time. We see you tweet about it all the time. Michigan winning a national title. How are you feeling here the next day? Well, you know what? I don't feel so great the next uh, day because (laughs) I celebrated last night. Uh, during and after the football game. Uh, But it has been a long time coming, uh, Carver. Uh, The Michigan Wolverines, if you look at, like, Michigan as a whole, collectively, I mean, you know, you had the last two playoff, um, the college football playoffs, third third time in a row. Remember the Fab Five made it to two uh, finals in a row. Yeah. Uh, Lost them both. This is off the top of my head, Carver, but I believe if you include the Fab Five, I think Michigan are 0-5 in national title games. It's hard to keep up, right? They lost to Villanova. They lost to Louisville. They lost. Might be 0-4. Yeah, Yeah, it's 0-4, the two two with the the Fab Five. But how many other times, bro, did Michigan make the Final Four over the last, like, 10, 15, 20 years? Yeah. Like, I don't know, like every second year type of deal? (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. Where I'm going with this is Michigan have knocked on the door for a long time. And to be real, guys, for a program that gets talked about and is hyped up as much as Michigan does, the wins aren't there, right? The basketball team, um, you know, in fact, the, the basketball team uh, hadn't won since 1989. Uh, football team hadn't won since 1997. And they've had so many great players, and there's just been, you know, this or that and one thing or another. But it finally all came together last night for Harbaugh as well, Carver, who had been knocking on the door and never won a – major big-time champion and won conference championships and NFC conference championships. Now he's got the now he's got the championship, bro. And I got to tell you what, the next step, I do believe he's going to the National Football League. He's gunning for the Super Bowl, bro, and I wouldn't bet uh, against him. Like, you know, he's, like, this is it. Like, he's got the next thing. He's like, all right, now I get the Super Bowl. I, and right. I won up my brother. And I joined the ex- exclusive territory and company of Barry Switzer and Jimmy Johnson of winning a national championship at the Super Bowl. And, and and I agree with you. I think at the end of the day, that is what he's going to do. I thought he had a great line last night in the post game where he was like, "I could sit at the at the big table now with my brother uh, and my dad who had won national championships." I thought that that was very cool. But he also said something in another interview on the field where he was like. You know, I already told the kids we usually start February 14th. We're moving uh, to start a spring practice back a few weeks. Like, he had another interview where he talked like, I'm going back to Michigan. And, like, everything, these are the plans. I'm with you, Gabe. I think that he's going to go to one of these jobs, whether it's the Chargers or Washington, whichever one he finds most attractive, and go and get 
that next level that you're talking about with Johnson and Switzer. And also, it's next level money, but I don't think it's about the money with him. Because look, yeah, Michigan supposedly, yeah, I mean, reportedly, Carver Michigan's offering him in the $15 million range. It's yeah. pretty good. So, like, all right, so what, you're going to get 22 a year in the NFL? It's, it's going to be 20 plus. Peyton gets 20, same agent, word is. That's sort of the starting point, 20, 25 million a year, which is absolutely crazy, but that's the market that we're in right now. But you're right, Carver. Thing is with, with Harbaugh, and I'm not gonna pretend to know, nobody knows. He nobody doesn't knows. know. I think in his mind, like who knows, bro? Maybe his father, you know what I'm saying? Like sort of has a, 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 a feeling like he's a Rubik's cube. So like you said, I caught that as well. So yeah, I mean, we're gonna move spring practice back. We won, this is great, and, and all that type of stuff. And also, I couldn't overlook and J.J. McCarthy, Carver, every time he spoke after the game. This is really, you know, this is great, but I'm sad because it's the last time we're ever going to be together. He kept saying that over and over. Yeah. Oh, we're never going to play together. We're never going to be together again. And I was thinking, well, what does that mean? You could come back. Harbaugh could come back. But I think if anyone would know, it would be J.J. too. I think maybe, you know, Harbaugh would tell him, this is it, bro. Like, this is it, you and me. Like this, this is it, right? The last game. I don't know. I don't know, Carver. Like you said, one minute he's talking about spring yeah. practice, another time, and and he's hiring Don Yee, Carver. He didn't hire yeah. Don Yee to run football practices, so I don't know what the hell the guy's up to. But he's gonna take offers, bro. We'll put it that way. No, he's definitely gonna take offers. He's yeah. gonna listen to what you have to say. Doesn't mean like he's begging for an NFL job, but if you call, he'll listen to what you have to say. No doubt. And you bring up McCarthy. I thought the one aspect of the game where maybe Michigan got, Michigan got a little bit off track was early in that game, Gabe, they were smashing them. I mean, it looked like if they wanted to, they could have ran for 400 yards, 500 yards last night. I mean, they were running the football at that kind of clip. And we know how much Harbaugh loves J.J. McCarthy and how he's talked about J.J. McCarthy this year. And it's almost like after those first three drives and those long runs, he like sat there thinking to himself, I got to let J.J. eat a little bit here. And he tried to throw the ball over the place. And that's what kept Washington in the game. I agree with you, but that's on Sharon Moore, right? The offensive coordinator. Yeah. And I <laughs> totally agree, Carver. I think they were like, all right, all right, now let's let J.J. look good and start him throwing the ball all yeah. over the place. And full, full disclosure, J.J. did not play well last night. No. He, you know what? He's got a little Josh Allen in him a bit. Yeah, he reminds me of Joe Burrow a lot, but... He was too amp, bro. Like, it was just, I could tell right away. Like, the ball, he was throwing the ball 113 miles an hour, like, on every play. He's a, he's a strange dude, man. Like, I, I'm sure you know about the meditating and all that type of stuff. Yeah, and, I saw him. Yeah, bro, I could tell it didn't work in Energy Stadium, bro. He's in this, like, mall, <laughs> indoors. Like, at the Rose Bowl, it was, like, zen. He was there in the sun and the shadows yeah. alone. And it was this peaceful moment. There he's like trying to do this in like a shopping mall or something, right? And I was like, yeah, this isn't gonna work for this kid tonight. I just sort of knew. I was like, you know, I don't think he's gonna be on top of things, but it'll be all right. Sort of like Josh Allen. He gets too fired up. Calm down, Josh, just dial it back a little bit. I think JJ got so amped last night. He didn't play great, but what an awesome quarterback, bro. 27 and one, Carver. 27 and one, bro. What can you say about the kid? And, oh, yeah, by the way, he won a high school state championship in Illinois as well. So, high school state championship, college national championship, Super Bowl could be next for this kid, bro. He's a, he's a Maybe, winner. Maybe, but I don't, I don't know if you think he should come out this year, game or should he? I mean, maybe a little bit more college football. You know, there's a lot of quarterbacks at the top of this draft already. He hadn't been mentioned Kuiper's among them. got him ranked fifth. But the thing is, Carver... Yeah. Even but next year he could be second. Quarterback, you know, next year he could be fifth, second rank. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Shador Sanders next year. Oh, there's a couple other guys, you know, top of my head. But Shador Sanders, yeah. I guess, would be the front runner. But what more can he do? So what? Yeah. He's go back to college to improve his draft stock by three spots? And don't yeah. fool yourself. He, I think J.J. is going to go higher than people think, too. Mm. Like, I think he's one of those dudes. He'll get Daniel Jones. And he's better than Daniel Jones, but you know what I mean? There's going to be someone that says, yeah, yeah, I don't care. I'm taking this kid six. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm not, I, I, I don't want to hear that he's supposed to go 11. 
I've been I've been thinking about it, looking at a lot. There's a lot of teams in the mix here. The Falcons need a quarterback. To me, J.J. McCarthy went into last night, Carver, sort of 10 to 15 in the draft. I was talking to draft people before the game. They were saying, no, he's worked his way into the top 10 for real, and coaches are going to love him when they meet him at, like, the combine and stuff like that. But nothing's official yet. And plus money, Carver, he doesn't really need it. Word is he, he could get, like, three, four, maybe $5 million if he returns to Michigan. That's the new dynamic, isn't it, bro? Like these kids, <laughs> but, like, I don't need to go to the NFL. I mean, Michigan's offering me four point two million. Right, because he's not going to make that. Let's say he went in the second round. Let, <laughs> let's just right. say it's a, let's just say he's a second round pick uh, next year, and he's going to sit behind somebody. He ain't going to make five million dollars next year doing that. I, I mean, he made no, five no, million dollars right. being the quarterback in Michigan. So it's can you believe that he really... made more in college? And <laughs> yeah, you're like, wow, it's, a, it's changed <laughs> you know. the game. You guys are going to pay me 1.8 mil a year, and I'm going to be a backup? I don't know. Like, you know I mean? Yeah. Um, <laughs> He's good, though. I uh, think the Vikings are a good fit for him, Carver. I'm sort of looking at the teams. Yeah. Where the Vikings pick 11th. Sort of that right there. Listen, Caleb Williams is going to be the number one quarterback taken. I think this Drake May stuff is a little bit, a little bit overdone. It's like, okay, he's got a nice arm, Carver. Calm down. He ain't the next second coming. You know what I mean? I, I think, I think, I think it's like yeah, Levis that, here, honestly. I think it's like Levis. Yeah. All the games that we got. I, I and get it, a good it, comparison. It, well, I think he's more polished, but as a quarterback than Levis, but I'm just like this whole and Drake made. It's like, okay, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, Penix, Penix is good. I don't think Penix should be like a top 10 guy, though. But Penix is, you know, he's going to be a first yeah. rounder. I like Bo Nix. None of those guys went 27 and 1. Like, McCarthy's got I that like sort Daniels. of hit factor. Yeah. I like Oh, and he's got Jake Daniels, who was born to be a Raider. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, only a minute left, Gabe. Tomorrow, me and you will talk about how the Bills are going to beat the Steelers, Chiefs, and Ravens on their way to Las Vegas. But we'll save that for tomorrow. Uh, tonight, do you got anything in the hockey? Hockey or, or NBA tonight? You know, I was looking at the NBA. I started off with the association uh, today, Carver. Listen, the LA Lakers, I know they got it done the other night against the Clippers. Good for them. They should not be laying four and a half points. You know this Raptor team, three and one since the trade. It's been a good trade for both teams, Carver, the Knicks and the Raptors. Quickly is a stud with the Raps. He's already hit it off with Barnes and everybody, and there's a good chemistry going on. They're having fun. The Raptors are three and one straight up, three and one to the over uh, since mm. the deal. They, they, they kicked the crap out of Golden State the other night. They had a day off. They're actually better than their record is, Carver and the Raptors, 15 and 21. Like, they're not they're they're not an easy out, bro. Give me the four and a half and the over tonight with the Raptors. And I'll have some hockey picks on my Twitter. Uh, and, Gabe, we'll see you tonight. Sports Rage Late Night, 10 p.m. East here on the grid. See you tomorrow, Gabe. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. And we are back for El Coast to Coast here on a Tuesday. Carver High in for Scotty on Sports Grid, Sports Grid Radio. Great to have everybody with us here today every week. It's great to have Mike DeCourcy from the Sporting News with us. Mike, happy Tuesday as always, my man. How are you today? I am doing fine. How are you? 
We're good. Uh, we're good. We've got several things to get to today, uh, including the Coast to Coast Bowl uh, between the Steelers and the Bills coming up later this Sunday. But uh, let's start by putting the bow on last night uh, and what's been uh, a long and winding road for Jim Harbaugh at Michigan. Uh, going there, of course, nine years ago, back to his alma mater. There were times that everybody wanted him out of there. Uh, but that's got to make it all the sweeter, Mike, uh, when you finally grab the ring like Jim did last night. Well, I mean, he's not only gone through, and I'm, I don't want to make some of this look like adversity because uh, <laughs> yeah, it I was <laughs> somewhat self-created or somewhat in, uh, inside the program created, but it, it has been kind of a interesting adventure from the suspension at the end of the season over the uh, in-person scouting s- scandal uh, to the earlier suspension at the start of the season uh, over questions uh, the NCAA had about some of the recruiting that was done during the pandemic to uh, him having to t- basically take a pay cut uh, after they struggled at times, especially around the, the, uh, especially around the pandemic years. Uh, th- it, it's been really uh, a climb to here, but once he got that rock to the top of the mountain, I mean, it's they've been terrific. Uh, last three years, Big Ten champions. Last three years, winners over Ohio State. This year, the national champion. Uh, it, they, they, he's done a phenomenal job, and and, and I, I I certainly have to give him credit for what he's built as a coach. It's not it's not a typical modern college football champion, if you think about it. I mean, they got very little in terms of passing out of J.J. McCarthy last night, but they still were able to dominate the game. And that is that is not the way it had been done for most of the prior 20 years or so. It really had not. Uh, and the other thing that after the game, of course, the questions immediately start with, well, you're going to go to the NFL now. All right, you're going to come back. You're going to come back. And he kind of gave the, you know, guys, just let me enjoy this uh, for a little bit. Right. Let me relax and enjoy the win. But, you know, there were moments in in several of the press conferences did, whether it was at the podium or on the field uh, with, I think, with ESPN, where at one side, Mike, you hear him going, well, you know, I already told the guys, we usually start February 14th, but we're going to move practice back a couple weeks, and we're going to get out there in March, and we're going to start going. And then on the other side, it's, I'm sitting at the big table with my brother and my dad now, and there's like this feeling that he wants to join that Jimmy Johnson, Barry Switzer club of Super Bowl, college football national championship. What do you think he does, Mike? Well, let's think about that for a second. Uh, Jimmy Johnson, um, how how happy was his experience in the NFL, if you think about it? Uh, the, The Cowboys years ended badly. The Dolphins years were awful. Uh, by his standards, uh, Barry Switzer, very few people considered him to be the true architect of that championship. Nobody questioned what he accomplished at Oklahoma. We saw Nick Saban do it. Uh, LSU goes to the NFL, runs right back to college. So I, I don't necessarily see the allure there. And where I where it really misses me, this talk, and of course this is all his choice, And but where it really misses me is when you win a championship, why would you run away from it? Like, that's the best time. You get to be a champion. Not, and not only is he a champion, he's like a legend because he's already been a superstar quarterback there. I mean, he, he could go 0-11 or 0-12 for the next four years in a row, and I don't think anybody would say fire him because of what he's done. I don't think he's going 0-11 or 0-12 for the next four years, <laughs> by the way. I, I, I just don't see why anyone would walk away now. I had the same theory when people said, oh, we're going to go get Scott Drew now that he's won it at Baylor. Uh, He's won the national championship, so let's go get him. No, I mean, he's won the national championship. He doesn't ever have to win another game, and he's going to be a hero there. It's true. Uh, I think you said that to me a few weeks ago. Like, he'll never uh, have to uh, buy a steak or buy a drink uh, in Ann Arbor ever again uh, for the rest of his life. I mean, it's done. Uh, and a tremendous accomplishment by him and that team. Uh, great season for Washington as well. And we'll get ready for the rematch now on October 5th 
in Seattle uh, with Washington, of course, becoming a member of the Big Ten now uh, coming up this summer. Uh, NFL, Mike, we have, as I mentioned to you, uh, the Pharrell Coast to Coast Bowl on Sunday, my Buffalo Bills and you, Scott's Pittsburgh Steelers uh, in Buffalo, Western New York. We've talked about this team a lot the last few weeks, how amazingly after the Arizona and New England games that they were even in this position, but they take care of business in Baltimore. They get the help they need from the Tennessee Titans on Sunday. And now uh, you have Mason Rudolph starting a playoff game, but unfortunately, Mike, no TJ Watt out there to chase Josh Allen around. It seems like it's always something catastrophic with the Steelers relative to the playoffs. Uh, Le'Veon Bell failed to finish. And I, I should maybe failed isn't the proper word, but was unable to finish three consecutive playoff years uh, in 14, 15, and 16 because of injuries. Uh, you had, and, and in the middle of that, you had him and Antonio Brown missing. In the most awful circumstances, you had Ryan Shazier miss the 2017 playoffs. And as a result, they couldn't stop Jacksonville on the on the land or on the sea. Uh, they couldn't they couldn't stop them. Uh, and then uh, you had uh, you've had in the past like Taylor missed games, and now you're looking at the possibility uh, of having to go into a playoff game or the or the the certainty of having to go into a playoff game without T.J. Watt, the the certainly their best defensive player and maybe the best defensive player in the league. So. It, it always seems to be something that gets in their way. Uh, it's the nature of the sport to a degree, but it's often the team that stays the healthiest that is able to get to the top of the trophy stand. And I'm not saying the Steelers were likely to get there this year, but their ability to have even a chance is compromised now. Yeah, it absolutely is. Uh, and I think there is a maybe a neutralizing factor in this game uh, coming up on Sunday, potentially, which is the weather. And that's weird to say, Mike, because you would think, Bills at home, that that's an advantage to them. They play in Western New York. They play in Buffalo. But as I say all the time, it's not an advantage to them because their offense isn't exactly built for a snowy, blustery day in Buffalo. It's built for indoors, speed, moving fast. So... I think so, that's something that could absolutely help the Steelers uh, as we get to Sunday. When you play the way the Steelers do, which is heavy on the ground, you you, you certainly still have to hold on to the football. And we saw Jalen Warren yeah. struggle with that in Baltimore. It's probably a little bit different in a constant torrential driving rain than it is in a snowy circumstance. It may be a little bit easier for him to maintain control than when the ball is constantly wet. I guess it depends on the nature of the snow uh, that falls on Sunday, uh, but it could be an advantage for them to be in that circumstance. I've seen teams throw plenty, though, in in snowy-type conditions as long as the field is cleared, and we know it's going to be cleared. It's, unless it's constant snow during the game, and we have seen that at times, but if it's a pregame snow, even if it's a foot, foot and a half, you know they're getting that field cleared. And that's why you have the big-armed quarterback out of the mountains of Wyoming that you drafted, uh, right, for games like Sunday uh, when he gets that opportunity. Uh, and one more thing, NFL, Mike. You are a great column last week about a situation that once again has arose uh, this weekend. Here we go. We have the Browns, who had more wins this year than the Texans, but they're going to Houston. You have the Eagles, who, despite finishing as bad as they did, have more wins than the Tampa Bay Bucks, but they are going to Tampa on Monday night, Mike. I, I, you mentioned the NBA in your column. And it's true, like, at this point, just get – I know they love it for rivalries and all this stuff. Get rid of the divisions. Just make it a conference and, and seed the teams uh, by, the, by the record that they have. No, I would not do that. I like the divisions. But okay. what I would guarantee through divisional play is if you're a champion, you're in. I don't care. I said in the column, I don't care if you're 1-16 – um, I, I don't think you could probably do that, but no, if you're if you're uh, if you're seven and uh, if you're seven and ten or eight and nine and you're a champion, you're in. Even if even if that's not the seventh best record in the conference, but in order to to make it more uh, equitable and more fair, and honestly, in order to make this last weekend of the season more interesting, I mean, because Cleveland just, I mean, they they rolled out a high school team. Uh, for Sunday's game in Cincinnati. They had no reason to play, and they weren't going to put anything at risk given the absolute vacancy of that game. Uh, and so 
you want every game to matter. And in a scenario where there are division championships at stake, as we saw in the AFC South uh, or in the NFC East, or in a scenario when the best record gets you higher on that seed board, everybody wants to play on week 18. So I think that that's where the NFL's missing it. Uh, I I do believe in divisions. I love the NFC North. Uh, I love the AFC North. Those are fun things that have got a lot of history. But the reward, if if your division is poor, should just be being a part of the party. It shouldn't be some team that just finished 12 and 5, which is probably what the Browns would have finished if they'd cared on Sunday. A team that finished 12 and 5 in a division as deep and strong to produce three out of four playoff teams, that's that absolutely should not be punished. And that's something that the NFL has acknowledged and, and allowed to happen for way too long. A couple of really good college basketball t- uh, games tonight, Mike. Let's start with the number one team in the country and number one uh, in this week's DeCourcy's Dozen, uh, and that is the Purdue Boilermakers, who go to Lincoln to take on Nebraska, who actually, not a bad start, 12-3 and three so far this year. They're a pretty good team. It's going to be interesting because Purdue's going to face a lot of these types of games on the way uh, to March. They already had one at Northwestern, and they didn't deliver that night. Uh, but they're going to have to go on the road in the Big Ten against teams that are fighting for tournament bids. And I mean, Nebraska look at this as if they can get that one and then just do okay for the rest of the season, they'll get in. If they can get this one and, and, and win more than they lose in the league, they'll get in. That, be, between that one and beating Michigan State, a couple others, they'll get in. And so it's a huge game for everybody that comes to town. John Calipari, when he talks about Kentucky, he calls it everyone's Super Bowl. And for, for Purdue this year in the Big Ten, that's definitely going to be true. Uh, I know it was a big deal for the Big 12 to get all these new teams because of football, but from a basketball aspect, we're starting to see the rewards of that. Really good BYU-Baylor game tonight. Texas is at Cincinnati, who's off to a pretty good start. And even Houston into Iowa State tonight. So now we're seeing the basketball fruits of the new Big 12. Absolutely. And and I I think that Texas-Cincinnati game is fascinating because Cincinnati's getting onto a lot of people's brackets because they have a great net ranking. I won't do it. If you've played three tough games and lost two of them, no, I'm not letting you in. But a home win over Texas uh, would start them at 2-0 in Big 12 play as well as give them another uh, reasonably quality win. So I, I think that that's huge for them. And then don't, don't forget as well, Houston, which is number one on all the performance metrics charts. And they got to go and feel a little Hilton magic this weekend. We'll see how they do on the Big 12 road. Uh, Duke is at Pitt tonight as well in the ACC. Pretty good game there. And I'm tired of going after Seton Hall. Every time I bet against Seton Hall, they win. They beat Marquette, UConn, Providence. They're off to a great start. Mike, we'll see you next week. Mike the Courts for Sporting News here on Coast to Coast. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
And we are back for El Coast to Coast here on a Tuesday. Carver High and Joe Lisi in for Scotty on Sports Grid and Sports Grid Radio. All right, Joe, I have a lot of Harbaugh for you today because obviously big deal, finally wins at Michigan. Is he going to go to the NFL? Uh, we have several things to discuss. Let's do one here and then we'll finish it at the top of the hour. Uh, the relief, Joe, from Jim to finally grab the ring in Ann Arbor, going back there to his home, nine years on the job. They tried to throw him out. Uh, Jim, very happy last night, Joe. Here he is. Yeah, that uh, that was everything, you know. It was just, you know, that last phase line, that last that last one more game, you know, and we won it. And so, um, such a one-track mind for our, for our entire football team. I just love it. That was one of our goals, you know, win the next game. Um, to have completed them all, you know, um, win the – win the big games, win the Big Ten championship, you know, win the Rose Bowl, win the national championship. It just, it just feels good. You just, uh, just want to pull it down. You know? look, um, look at your boy, it's glorious. It's look glorious your boy. Look at your boy. I know you're happy for him, Joe. You you love stories uh, like this. You, uh, you listen, at once Edwards ran into the end zone for a second time. Oh, that's tunny. all you <laughs> care about. Your your pocket's fat. That's all that matters for you. Uh, yeah, yeah, you're carrying, you're carrying uh, 47 you know. loaves there today. You got 40. You need basically a bread truck outside your house uh, after your uh, night last night. So. Must be nice uh, for you. No, Jim, very relieved. Uh, finally, yes, good for him. You think he I stays think he or he bolts? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to you about this when we come back because I think the clip's very telling. I think some of the things he also said on the field were very telling. Uh, but I don't think he. I think he wanted to get this. I think this makes it easier for him, Joe, to go. I, I think bringing the championship back to Ann Arbor. He's not going to feel like he's leaving them high and dry if he does want to go and take that shot again at the NFL. All right, Frell Coast to Coast, hour number two on the grid. We're back after this. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. 